Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Corcoran Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran, and here we are coming at you today with another solo episode. Yes, riding solo again today. Uh, just me, myself, and I. So I'm coming to you today from my kitchen, actually, uh, instead of my grand little office area, which is nice. It's a nice little change of uh, change of scenery. Um, for those of you who, who do theater and stuff like that, uh, you you guys will know what I mean whenever I say that it's so much different when you're in an actual uh, or on an actual stage running the scenes and running the lines as opposed to whether you're doing practice in like a cram room or you're just running lines somewhere by yourself in a in your bedroom or the bathroom or or whatever. So that's kind of the same deal with this. I mean, like, you know, we'll see. Maybe maybe I'll just set up a, a studio here in my kitchen. That would be nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so thank you all for tuning in today and, uh, indulging me as I just go on about my, uh, tirades by myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we got a, a good show for you today. So our topics today will be, uh, discussing the possibilities of, uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield popping up in Avengers 5 and 6. That's the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. We'll talk about the possibilities of that in a world where they can come back in, in Spider-Man No Way Home. Anything's possible. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit at length. And um, this recent, I mean, obviously I'm sure some of you guys are tired of hearing about this Ezra Miller thing. But we had some, we've had some, some uh, updates on that whole situation. So I'm going to be giving my thoughts on that and the recent uh, Vanity Fair expose on Ezra Miller. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk more in length about that there and say, say, save my thoughts for that. And uh, our final topic is going to be revolving around uh, the recently announced Lion King prequel that will be uh, released in 2024, which uh, sounds super interesting. Super, super interesting. I love the Lion King. And uh, just hearing the news of a prequel like this centered around Mufasa, this is, that's, that, that's pretty interesting. Like This just goes to show that you can't kill the guy no matter how many... <laughs> movies you make he's always gonna come back somehow so the king's never gonna die um so yeah so uh thank you all for tuning in today and uh well just uh, enjoy the show Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cork and Entertainment Show. Uh, it's great to be here today, as with just me. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so like I mentioned uh, in the intro, our first main discussion topic today is uh, going to be centered around, will we see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield pop up in Avengers uh, The Kang Dynasty and or The Avengers Secret Wars? So, you guys will know, all of you uh, uh, massive diehard uh, Marvel fans who ha uh, keep up to date with the movies as they're released and uh, up to date with just uh, entertainment news and, uh, and Marvel leaks as they, as they surface, whether we want them to or not. Um, the, probably the biggest uh, discussion topic of the last two years with regards to Marvel, I mean, obviously we've had lots of stuff going on with Marvel, in recent years, of course, I mean, um, uh, since Endgame, of course, now we're having the Disney Plus shows, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, uh, now, now we have She-Hulk currently ongoing. On top of all that, the biggest 
uh, uh, discussion was centered around, are we going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield pop up in Spider-Man No Way Home? Now, it was probably the worst kept secret in entertainment history. Um, they still managed to do it in a way where it was still super surprising, even though a lot of us knew they were probably going to pop up in it. Um, although it was important to note that those rumors started, but there was no ever no confirmation given whatsoever by Sony or Marvel. Nobody there outright alluded to the possibility of them popping up in No Way Home. Just people being in and around the sets and insider scoops. And of course, that, that uh, a video of Andrew Garfield got leaked that he said was photoshopped. And later you watch the movie and it's like, oh, no, nope, that was that was true. So that was that was the most uh, uh, the biggest like like really anything Marvel the last two years. I think that has really been at least for me personally. Because, of course, I grew up watching uh, the Tobey Maguire, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Loved that growing up. Um, Andrew Garfield's probably my favorite Spider-Man now. Especially, I mean, after seeing all the movies here, we've seen Tom Holland uh, uh, seize the reins a bit there, too. And uh, and still, I think Andrew Garfield's still my favorite. Uh, just remarkable. The Amazing Spider-Man movies I find are criminally underrated. And not given the respect they deserve, I'm in the minority. Uh, sorry, I'm in the minority of people who loves the Amazing Spider-Man too. I don't care what people say; I will defend that movie till um, on my deathbed. Um, so, that, and then of course they popped up in Spider-Man: No Way Home. It gave us a little bit of a sense of closure. Um, definitely, since I mean, obviously, uh, Tobey Maguire was set to return for for, for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Four with uh, John Malkovich was going to be playing the Vulture, which sounded amazing. And, of course, they pulled the plug on that. Uh, Sam Raimi got into a couple of disputes with the studios. They wanted to throw in multiple villains. He wanted to stick with one. Same issue with Spider-Man 3. He didn't want to repeat that issue. And, of course, he ultimately just just quit the project, and then the, and then the whole movie just kind of fell flat on its face. So, And then we know uh, they rebooted it with Andrew Garfield, uh, they made, uh, of course, Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, was super excited because uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 3 and 4 were scheduled to take place. And unfortunately, again, disputes with studios, this and that, ultimately ended up falling flat in his face. So that never happened. Um, and then, of course, we got Spider-Man, or uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, started off in Captain America Civil War. And now he is currently our Spider-Man for now. He's set to, to uh, still appear in a Spider-Man 4, uh, MCU Spider-Man 4, not Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4. And uh, will most likely appear, I mean, I yes, he's going to appear in Avengers 5 and 6. I mean, like, make no, no mistake about that. He is definitely going to appear in it. Um, hasn't outright been confirmed yet, but, I mean, it's, come on. You're really going to do an Avengers 5 and 6 and you're not going to put Tom, come, no, he, he's going to be in it. Don't worry about that. But, so there's been a lot of speculation, and whether it's rumors or it's, it's um, just, sim just simple speculation, people just speculating, have we seen the last of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in, as Spider-Man? So, if you told me, let's say you told me, I'm trying to think. Five years ago, if you told me that we were going to see, 
hey, the MCU Spider-Man, the third movie, we're going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield pop up in that movie. I would have said you were out of your goddamn mind. I said, no, are you kidding me? They're not going to do that. And then even when the rumors first surfaced that they were going to be in No Way Home, I was still skeptical. I said, there's, like, like I said at the top, Sony, nobody has ever confirmed that they were going to be in it. It was just pure fan speculation, people, you know, insider sources and around the set and everything. Uh, so nobody outright said or implied that Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield were going to pop up in it. And then, of course, we got the news that Alfred Molina was coming back as Doc Ock. Jamie Foxx was coming back as Electro. Willem Dafoe uh, was coming back as Green Goblin. Then, for me, it was kind of like, shit, maybe they are coming back. Like, that, that, that's when even I had to start saying, okay. And then, so, I went from, no, you're crazy, that's never going to happen, to, you know what, I think that's going to happen. And so, of course, they were, and I was super... I, even just watching um, uh, uh, No Way Home, they re-released it and added a little bit of extra footage in it. Uh, I was so blown away. Hats off to all three of those actors, um, uh, uh, Maguire, Garfield, and Holland. Seeing that extent, uh, uh, spoiler alert for the for the recently released, um, uh, or sorry, recent re-release, I should say, of Spider-Man No Way Home, but it's nothing major, just a couple of extended scenes. Um, with the three Spider-Man, they uh, they showed us the extended version of them on top of the scaffolding, and it was just, I'm like, I, c I could watch a three-hour movie of that. That was just, the, the chemistry between them, the banter between them was just so, it was golden. So, <laughs> I would have paid to watch three hours of that, no joke. Um, so, even just seeing that... It just felt good. It felt really good, and especially for me because I, I, I so desperately wanted to see closure for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man and with Tobey Maguire because, of course, um, we were so excited to see Spider-Man 4 with Sam Raimi that ultimately didn't work out. Um, and Andrew Garfield, I mean, Sp Amazing Spider-Man 2 ended with that cliffhanger with Rhino and then, oh, stay tuned for Amazing Spider-Man 3. Boom. Fuck you guys. But that's not happening now. Um... So just seeing them in No Way Home was nice. It was almost like, uh, okay, if we didn't see them again, I finally have closure. But as we know, money talks. Money does talk. Spider-Man No Way Home became the highest grossing film to premiere in the pandemic. Like, it, it, uh, last I checked, it was almost $2 billion, $1.9 billion. That's something. You know what I mean? Like... Whether, for me, I would say, if there wasn't the speculation surrounding uh, uh, Maguire and Garfield, I honestly don't think it would have made that much money. I'm sure it would have been a hit no matter what. But the fact that, you know, that was, the hype was through the roof for the movie. At a time where people still weren't, uh, you know, going back to movie theaters during the pandemic, uh, it wasn't really, it wasn't really... Um, People were still kind of iffy on it. COVID was still kind of in the air. I mean, it still is, uh, but we're kind of just dealing with it now. Um, but No Way Home saved it. And I really think No Way Home's success lies in the whole Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield situation. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe if they weren't in it, it still would have made $1.9 billion. Uh, that's just my, my uh, that's just where I, where I uh, stand on that. But so... Like I said, money talks. And we know Marvel, at the end of the day, it's a business. You know, some movies, they don't think about, oh, you know, 
we, we did such good stuff with this movie. We don't want to, we don't want to uh, ruin it. Blah, 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 blah. But you can smell the dollar signs. You see someone brings up Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in that writer's room or whatever, or that cast, uh, whatever. And you can just smell the money. You can just smell the dollars coming at you, you know? So, so basically, so the question is, are we going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield pop up in Avengers 5 and or 6? Maybe they're in one of them or they're in both of them. I don't know. Uh, or I guess the question could simply be, are we ever going to see them as Spider-Man again? Okay. I'm going to go 50-50. That's where I'm going to go on it. If... Yeah, see... Because I'm, I'm kind of in the same situation I was whenever it was first rumored that they would be appearing in No Way Home. I would have said you were out of your mind for thinking that. There's no way. What? Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in No Way Home? That's not going to happen. Shut up. Then they are. And the same deal with Avengers 5 or 6. Nobody has confirmed. Marvel has not confirmed that, that this is happening. Nobody has even implied that it's happening. There's been a couple articles suggesting that maybe Tobey Maguire will pop up and not Andrew Garfield. There's reports that Andrew Garfield will pop up, but these are all coming from sites that, you know, they're, they, they're, they're literally just like, we need a headliner. We know what's going on. Oh, let's say Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will come back. Like, yeah. So people could just be pulling that out of their ass, but I still think, especially with them coming back in No Way Home and how big of a surprise it was. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go fifty-fifty. I'm just gonna say I. I think it's possible. Is it probable? Mm, yeah. I mean. Yeah. It. It really gets you thinking. Cause on one hand, you think, okay, like they got their closure in No Way Home. They got the closure that we all wanted them to get when it came to, um, you know. And uh, Garfield never got to, to uh, get the proper conclusion to his story of Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire got a decent ending, although they were like pretty well, like they were like days away from beginning work on Spider-Man 4 when they pulled the plug on it. Um, but, and I know Sam Raimi has even said too, he said uh, uh, the idea of him doing a Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire sounds beautiful or wonderful or something like that. Uh, this was an article back in the spring. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go 50, 50. It's possible. It's possible. It's definitely in the realm of possibility, especially considering how big their return was in no way home. I definitely think it's a possibility whether it's probable. That's mm, whether, yeah, that's a little bit of a, that's kind of, um, I'm not really giving a straight through answer there. Cause it, it, it is tricky. I mean, like I said, in a world where, you know, uh, Jamie Foxx can come back as Electro, in a world where Willem Dafoe can come back as Green Goblin, in a world where what, fuck, McGuire, McGuire and Garfield came back for No Way Home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Like, hell, like, I, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if Robert Downey Jr. popped up in Avengers 5 or 6. I don't know. Like, it's, 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 it's the world we live in now. It's... It's really unpredictable. So so I will give it a 50-50. It's possible. Of course, anything's possible. Uh, probable. Yeah. I think it's probable. I, I do think. I mean, look. 
I'm not saying right here now that, yes, I think they're going to be in it. Okay, that's not me saying that I think for sure they're going to be in Avengers 5 or 6 count on it. No, no, no I'm not saying that. I'm saying I, I, I do think it's likely that we might see them. Okay, I mean, like, I, I could be completely wrong with this. But it, had they not appeared No Way Home, I would have said no. Like, there's no way. I would have never, ever thought that, that this was going to happen. And it did. So, anyway, that's where I'm going to stand on it. Uh, you guys can definitely be sure to let me know your thoughts on social media. Do you think we will see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield return as their respective Spider-Man in uh, Avengers uh, uh, The Kang Dynasty and or Avengers uh, Secret Wars. They could be in just a cameo. It could be anything. I'm going to say right now, I think it's it's kind of likely. I'll say it's kind of likely. That's the thing. Because I don't want to say like for sure, yeah, they're going to be in it. No, I don't want to say that. Because who knows? Maybe... I know Andrew Garfield has said that he doesn't plan on playing Spider-Man again. But I'm sure he said that years ago when he was done with... Um, or like after Amazing Spider-Man 2 that he said, I'm never going to play Spider-Man again. And then here he was. Uh, so... Never say never. That's 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 really what it all comes down to. Never say never. Uh, I'm sure. Um, I mean, you look at all these. Uh, like, what's a good example? Um, I know, of course, Harrison Ford and uh, Indiana Jones. I'm sure he was probably thinking that I'm done after number four, and now here he is. He's 80 years old, and Indiana Jones Five's coming out. So, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Like I said, and if any, uh, if No Way Home proved anything. Anything is possible. So definitely be sure to let me know your thoughts on social media, guys. What are the chances that we do see them? Not necessarily in Avengers 5 or 6, but do you think we will see them again at all in any Marvel property, whether it's a cameo or anything at all? Maybe, hell, who knows, when they reboot Spider-Man again 10 years from now, maybe Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield can pop up as Uncle Ben. Or, you know, like it's... You never know. The, uh, the, the, the world these days, the entertainment industry, is definitely an interesting uh, uh, place to be in, a place to work in. Um, but, yeah, so definitely be sure to let me know your thoughts, guys. I'd love to hear all your opinions on it. And, hell, we can look back on this in a few years and say, hey, we were right, hey, we were wrong. That's the best part about making predictions. It's fun and just say, I mean, you, you know, like, I, I can't stand people who are always like, oh, you guessed it wrong. Yeah, you know nothing. Well, no, that's, don't be a dick. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's the truth. Don't be an asshole. Uh, so, yeah, so definitely be sure to let me know your thoughts on that, guys, whether we will see Maguire or Garfield ever again or if they're done. So just, yeah. So now we are going to discuss, we're going to move on and uh, talk about this guy. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him before. Um, not like we talked about him a lot on this podcast before, but that is, of course, our current Flash, um, uh, Ezra Miller. He, the, this whole, all this bullshit continues with, you know, oh God, like <laughs> you have to go back on our old episodes and just listen to, to everything that we talk about with this guy. Um, so 
I'm here. We're uh, 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 we're going to discuss this Vanity Fair article, which is a really good article, by the way. It was it's very in depth by uh, Julie Miller, related to Ezra. Um, it's called Ezra Miller's Messiah Delusions Inside the Flash Star's Dark Spiral. Now, I'm not going to read the whole article here. Definitely, I encourage you guys to go to VanityFair.com and uh, look for that article. Very, very in-depth, almost like an expose, basically an, ex- an expose on Ezra Miller. And uh, so I'll, I'll read some snippets of them, and I will uh, uh, give some thoughts uh, on what's going on what's going on with Ezra. Like, it's it's... This is something that continues to to uh, spiral. He's ad- he's admitted he needs help, and uh, which is good. That's a step in the right direction. The first uh, step for that for an addict is to admit that they have have a problem, and he is definitely, clearly, clearly, clearly in need of help, serious professional help. So, the article says, I'll start it, uh, Ezra Miller did not, to put it mildly, invoke their right to remain silent. This past March, the actor was arrested in a tiki bar called Margarita Village in Hilo, Hawaii, after shouting profanities, spitting in a patron's face, and grabbing a microphone from a woman singing karaoke to Shallow from A Star Is Born. Miller claimed to have been accosted by a Nazi and to have evidence. In fact, one of the first things you will hear the actor say in the three-minute police body cam video that circulated after the arrest is something that the officers had likely never heard from a disorderly dive bar patron before. I f- he says, I film myself when I get assaulted for NFT crypto art. Uh, once outside, they go in, in a little more uh, in, in uh, detail with that. Um, so that's the first arrest. Um, it was... It's a... Uh, sorry. Since 2020, the actor has been accused of crimes and abuses spanning 6,000 miles and two oceans, throwing a chair that hit a woman in the forehead, threatening a couple in their bedroom, and stealing their wallet and passport in Hawaii on top of the incident at the Margarita Village, choking two strangers in Iceland, and breaking into a neighbor's home in Vermont to steal alcohol, which resulted in a felony charge. Now, here's the big part. This is the one that's been going on uh, uh, recently. In June, two protection orders were issued against Miller. The first was filed in tribal court in North Dakota by Chase Iron Eyes, a Native American businessman, and his wife, Sarah Jumping Eagle, on behalf of their 18-year-old daughter, Tokata Iron Eyes. I'm sorry if I'm butchering uh, that name. Uh, Tokata Iron Eyes, who goes by Gibson. They accused Miller of grooming, brainwashing, and emotionally abusing the teenager, a, nine-berry, or, sorry, um, a, nine, a non-binary indigenous activist Miller met when Iron Eyes was just 12. Um, I'm going to skim through there a little bit more. Um, I'm just looking to see. It's a it, it's a huge article. I definitely definitely encourage you guys. Like that's why I definitely don't want to just read the whole thing and and, and uh, uh, to you guys that like like de- uh, definitely go on Vanity Fair. It's a very very in depth article. Almost like it, it's very disturbing. It's very disturbing to hear a lot of this stuff. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just skimming through. Oh here. On August 15th, Miller finally admitted that they were in the midst of an intense crisis and said in a statement, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and I have been ongoing treatment. Uh, Oh, sorry. And I have begun ongoing treatment. Sorry. Uh, I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. Um, and I mean, and that's great. Like I said, that's the first step. The first step to any, uh, whether it's addiction or it's just a self-destructive behavior, anything, the first step is admitting you need help. And that's, I, I, I do applaud him for that. The fact that he was willing to just take a moment and just say, 
I need help. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That, that, that. That's amazing. That takes balls. And so I was, I, I was very, very happy to hear that. Um, uh, I'm just looking to see. It's the next. It's the huge. Jeez, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just skimming through the article on here. There's a part that I'm looking. Uh, it's. Yeah, sorry, guys, about. Uh, I'm just. Uh, where is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, where are you? Where are you? Uh, there, yeah. It's a huge article, so I'm just skimming through because I read it earlier, and now I'm just trying to find. I like. I, I, I made sure I bullet pointed like each each uh, thing that I that I wanted to touch on here and now I'm just skimming through it and I can't wide uh, I, I probably just skipped over it god damn it um, it's down that's March 2022 yeah they basically give like a whole timeline all the stuff that he's done uh, and the, and uh, yeah so it's uh, I'm just skimming through just to see yeah just a minute uh, you guys probably uh, don't want to listen to me just going. Oh, yeah, yeah, where's the article? Where's the article? Don't worry, I'm gonna find it. Um, oh, here it is, right here. Um, <laughs> I jeez, I went down, I went up, I missed it like five times. Um, uh, over the last six weeks, uh, Vanity Fair has spoken to more than a dozen people who crossed paths with Miller in recent years, some of whom were closely or lived with the actor on the 95-acre farm in Vermont. Most sources describe my, uh, uh, Miller's spiral as a uh, conflagration... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm terrible with that word. Uh, of, ...of mental health issues. The actor has acknowledged, along with drugs, guns, and outlandish claims, that has raged more than, for more than two years. They say the actor verbally and emotionally abused those around him and referred to themselves as... As uh wait and to and referred to themselves alternately as Jesus and the devil. Three people say Miller has also wrapped the superhero they play into the into the grandiose. Um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, speechifying. Uh, the actor says one source was was quote claiming that the Flash is just the is the one who brings the multiverses together just like Jesus. Um. Yeah, and then it just goes on and on and on. Again, I do encourage you guys. I highly encourage you guys to go read the article. Um, I'll just skim to the end right down here. So it's uh, Miller is scheduled to appear in Vermont court on September 26th uh, for an, an, an arraign, uh, arraignment on felony and burglary charge related to the alleged breaking and entering and theft of alcohol. Um, the restraining order in Massachusetts concerning the non-binary 12-year-old will be enforced through... June of 2023, according to a source close to the situation, the actor's rep dismisses the allegation, saying, <clears throat> saying Ezra's lack of interest clearly upset a disappointed fan when they would not engage with the fan or her daughter. Um, so yeah, you guys can go on and you guys can read the rest of the article because it's a lot there and I really don't want to want to read the whole thing because I'd be here all day with you guys. Um, so, so that's where we're at now. It 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 it's very disturbing. It's very sad. It's very I mean, like you know, you, like you guys will know me. I'm very passionate about mental health awareness and uh, seeking help uh, uh, when you need it. And 
just seeing someone spiral like this, especially someone as talented as, as Ezra Miller, because I like Ezra Miller a lot as an actor. Uh, I think he's great as The Flash, uh, and I just wish that he... W- I, I pray that he gets the help that he needs and deserves, and uh, just e- everyone deserves to be, to be happy, healthy, and um, I'm just hoping that this is a step in the right direction for him to acknowledge, I guess you could say, everything... Uh, that has happened. Uh, so, really, the question. Uh, so, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, he gets the help he needs. Now, this is all hearsay that he does do that. I'm just. Uh, uh, where does he go from there? That's the question. Um, now, I know there's there's many different sides to this argument. So, of course, there's uh, number one. Uh, he's just canceled forever. Like, that's it. No studio is ever going to want to work with him. It's almost like an Amber Heard situation. Nobody ever wants to work with her again. And I don't. I, I really don't see a comeback for her. Uh, so I, I can see that on one end for Ezra. Um, I mean, the only difference between her and Amber Heard is that Amber Heard isn't admitting that she fucked up. What Ezra seems to be... Uh, more open and honest and accepting of who he is and what he's done. Um, so that's that's one side to look as just he's just done. He's canceled forever. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna work a day in his life ever again. Uh, two is that he does get help. He gets the help that he needs, and um, that's uh, uh, you know well. Look at Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. went through maybe not the exact same thing. I mean, he, he, he did do some messed up stuff. Um, ultimately, he was able to come back. So whether Ezra Miller gets the same treatment, that's, that's, I guess that's another question up for debate. Whether Ezra Miller is going to be another Robert Downey Jr., does terrible things, but is able to come back from it and learn from his mistakes. I don't know. It's, it's, it, it's hard to say. And um, option three is just he just goes in circles and he doesn't help himself at all. Uh, like this just happens again and again and again. Uh, but there is oh, a, a part of me that... There's a part of me that thinks that there's still hope for him. I think there's still hope that, you know, he gets the help he needs... Uh, luckily, he's admitted outright, I have a problem. Like I said, that's the first step to anything, is admitting that you have a problem, and Ezra seems to be doing that. This will definitely affect who or what roles he gets in the future, though. There's no, there's no question about that. Because if you look at what Johnny Depp, of course... He won the case and everything, but I'm, there, there's still going to be studios out there that are going to say, okay, you know, you're a great talent and everything, but we can't have that sort of controversy or that having an impact on our on our image, and so we just think it's best to go with someone else for this part. And, you know, they got to do what's best for their business, and I completely get that. I, I could see the same thing happening for Ezra if he at least gets the help that he needs. If he doesn't get it soon, then I wonder if there'd be any hope for him. Um... You know, and it it's it's also tough. I would hate to be the people at, at, at a Warner Bros. where they they got to be dealing with they got a movie coming out, which from you know like two hundred million dollar budget, and apparently it's a good movie. Apparently it's really really good. Like the people, uh, I mean obviously we got Ben Affleck coming back as Batman, Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. Like that's pretty 
uh, not just that, but um, ultimately, I really don't know how you can associate uh, yourself with Ezra Miller in this film. The, the, the Flash is a superhero. The Flash is a superhero, and the guy in real life playing him is not a superhero. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, God, you look at Aquaman 2 when they were getting ready to, like, like Amber Heard. That situation, that's a whole story uh, in and of itself. Uh, so, I think what they're going to have to do is to just push through the release of this. Obviously, like, I know it's, you know, they might lose a lot of money from it, but at this point, they've done the movie, the movie's shot, it's done, it's in the can. What are you going to do? You just got to push through it and just hope for the best. If it doesn't make as much as we hoped, okay, it is what it is. Uh, you can't just scrap it now. Like, I know I've, I've kind of gone back and forth on this whole situation where you can't release the movie now. Like, after all this shit with Ezra Miller, he's just going in circles. So, where I currently stand on it, yes, just push through it and just maybe maybe not advertise Ezra as the Flash. They say, say, hey, guess what, guys? Remember Michael Keaton? He was, he was Batman? Well, he's coming back. And do you remember Ben Affleck as Batman? He's coming back. So I think that would be ultimately what you got to do to divert the attention away from Ezra Miller. That's what you got to do, I think. Like, I just don't know how you can... I mean, there's one thing for sure is that he's not going to be able to promote this movie. Like, there's no doubt about that. Who in the hell is going to... What journalist is going to want to interview him? God, if I was interviewing, I'd I just, I, I'd probably bring a bat with me, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> honest to God, I'm not joking. If I was said, they're like, hey, so you're doing, doing, we're doing press for The Flash. Can you go interview Ezra? I'd just be like, well, fuck that. You go with someone else who wants to die. <laughs> I'd be scared to. Um, so, like, that's that's the whole thing, uh, too. I mean... One of your jobs as an actor is to you got to be able to go and promote these movies, and of course we know that uh, we talked about it before with Jonah Hill. He's not promoting his films anymore due to his mental health. Which I mean, that's that's one thing. I mean, that's that's kind of a different a different uh, uh, type of scenario. Um, in this case here, like how 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 can you bring the Flash himself to promote this film when you know all this there's all this controversy surrounding him like what are they gonna ask him like well what are they gonna say how you doing Ezra you feeling good now like you know it's 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 not ideal it's not ideal but so do I so Ezra's future I would just say I think he still has a future if he gets the help now he's got to get the help now sooner rather than later um if he keeps going in circles and, uh, you know, he just just says, you know what, I don't need rehab. I'm fine the way I am. Oh, remember what I said a month ago? I said that, no, I don't need, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just, j- just forget what I said. I'm just, I'm just going to go back to, to, uh, to, to shedding profanity and, and uh, threaten some couples. You know what I mean? Like, so if he does that, then I'm going to say, okay, maybe I'd be a little iffy. But right now, I do think there's still hope for him. The fact that he admitted that he needs help. I think that's a huge that's a huge step in the right direction. So definitely be sure to let us know your thoughts on social media, guys. Do you think Ezra has a future if he gets the help he deserves or, or that he needs? Uh, definitely be sure to hop on social media and let us know your thoughts on that. And so with that, we will uh, move on to our uh, last discussion for the day, uh, which will revolve around 
the recent announcement that we will be seeing a Lion King prequel. Now, I want to be careful about my wording here because uh, there's one thing that's super easy to forget, which is that the 2019 Lion King, the remake, isn't live action. It's so easy. I, I ran into that mistake several, several times. It's, it might look live action. John Favreau did a spectacular job of making it look live action, but it's not live action. It's 100% animated. Um, but just to keep, it, uh, keep ourselves from confusing it with, with, uh, the, with uh, the actual animated one, like the, the, um, the, the original Lion King, uh, I'll just call it the live action one for now. But just keep that in mind that th- this is just me trying to separate both both versions of the Lion King. It's not live action. This is not live action. Looks live action, but it's 100% animated. Uh, so yeah, that's just something to, 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 to keep in mind. In case because I know there's going to be some people saying, "Well, it's not live action. It's not live action." Yes, I know that. I'm just just so people know what I'm talking about. Um, so the original. Uh, Lion King, of course, uh, probably my favorite Disney film of all time. There's no doubt about that. I absolutely adore the Lion King. Uh, I adore, uh, uh, you know, the the, sequ- the sequel, Simba's Pride, doesn't get a lot of love, but I personally really like that movie a lot. Uh, Lion King One and a Half has its problems, but it's it's still enjoyable nonetheless. Um, and then, of course, we get to the live action Lion King. Uh, uh, of course, directed by John Favreau, which I had a lot of problems with it. Um, don't get me wrong; it was beautifully done, beautifully done. Um, the fact that I'm still calling it live action when I know it's not live action—that that's just kudos to John Favreau and 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 Disney for for making it look so damn believable. Um, but I I did have a lot of gripes with it, particularly. My gripes with it really lied in... Um, now, look, I get it. You're making it look real. Live action. There was something about just the facial... The facial... Uh, actually, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to be... Because uh, I know there are people who love, love the live action or, or the no... And, and that's great. That's great. Movies are so su- subjective. And I, you know, I didn't hate it. I, 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 it was watchable. I definitely, you know, enjoyed the music and everything about it. But especially Mufasa's death scene. Spoiler alert. Oh, you know. <laughs> Mufasa's death scene, I was holding back laughter. People thought I was probably crying. No, I was... Because it, it was just... You know, like the in the animated one, the first one, it was powerful because you 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 saw like you know when Scar says "Long live the king" and you see Mufasa's eyes and he's just uh, the, just hurt and betrayed and everything shows in his face in in the live action one or the new one, um, it was just like two puppets. <laughs> That's really it. And another issue I had with it. Now, I know I, uh, if you guys listened to the podcast last week when I talked with Bo about actors that should not be replaced, this probably isn't, I mean, a huge, I mean, I know it's, it, it's, it's just a little gripe that I had with the movie. Not that it, it this is probably just my own personal, like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm just being selfish now. I really wanted Jeremy Irons back as Scar, goddammit. Um, nothing against Chewie Tell at Edgy of Four. I think he did a good job as Scar, but I don't know. It was, Jeremy Irons has 
such a distinct voice and a distinct like there's something about his scar that worked so so well it was perfect it was just everything you ever could have wanted with scar and it Chewy tell Edgy for I you know he did a good job but it just it didn't his scar didn't work for you especially if they butchered be prepared I know there's people say oh but be prepared wouldn't have worked if it would, if it looked like no just I I don't I don't care be prepared I was so excited for that to to see how that was done and they didn't even fuck it wasn't even a song they just you know so anyway that's just my gripes with that um, we're all entitled to our opinion so definitely don't kill me if you guys no that was the best uh, you know Chewy Tell was the best scar whatever it's fine don't like you know I'm just <laughs> I'm just giving my opinions here um, so anyways I'm, I've kind of gone off on a tangent there about the about my thoughts on Lion King um, so it was recently announced at uh, D23 that uh, the next uh, live action Lion King is going to be actually a prequel called Mufasa the Lion King and that's super exciting so it's going to be a prequel that follows Mufasa and Scar before the events of the original Lion King which I think that's awesome I think that's really really cool um, so we know that um, so um, Seth Rogen uh, is coming back as Pumbaa, Billy Eichner is coming back as Timon, and uh, John Connie is coming back as Rafiki. Um, those three are tremendous, by the way. I th- I mean, uh, of course, Timon to me is always going to be Nathan Lane. I mean, like I can't picture Timon not being voiced by Nathan Lane. Um, you know, one of the greatest actors of our time, one of the best, really, in my opinion, uh, is uh, Nathan Lane. So. Um, uh, so the fact that they're coming back there, uh, 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 Rogan and Eichner and, uh, Connie, they're both, they're both worthy, uh, successors to, uh, the original voice actors, and I'm excited to see that they're coming back, um, and I don't think, I, let me see, it was, uh, Aaron Pierre and, uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr. are going to be playing Mufasa and Scar, so I assume it's going to be when they were like just cubs. I assume that's what it's going to be. I don't know exactly. They didn't really give too much uh, uh, um, information on that. But what do I think? Yeah, I think this is awesome. July 5th, 2024. It's going to take a little bit to get to, to uh, do it all. Um, which, I mean, that's fine. I mean, like, you know, the original, uh, the, uh, the new Lion King uh, took god it was announced when i was in high school and it came out like two years after i graduated so you know those movies especially movies take long in general but doing this movie that looks live action you're you're doing it all from uh from computers like that's pretty that's you know oh yes that 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 would take a long ass time you can't just pull that out of your ass um so i'm i'm pumped to see this i really am um um Maybe we'll see James Earl Jones back as Mufasa in like uh, I don't know I don't know where you'd uh, where we you know if they do a time skip at the end because I mean the fact that they got him back for the latest one is 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 something I never ever thought we would have got that but because we had him that's why I wanted Jeremy Irons back as Scar but whatever I can be bitter all, all I want and petty and uh, just childish I'm bitching I want Jeremy Irons but <laughs> oh jeez. Um, we're we're so entitled as film fans, aren't we? We're 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 just so fucking spoiled, and we're <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, so I, I I am super pumped to say this because I know there's um, um, there's so much backstory 
to you know Mufasa and Scar and I I read a little bit about some of their backstory where Scar's original name was Taka which I guess Taka is translated in some other language to garbage so they basically named Scar garbage and <laughs> makes you think like well god no wonder he killed his goddamn brother <laughs> I'm just being honest here. Like, good, good grief! Like, I, I, and I think Mufasa translated to king. I could, yeah. That's that's just where I read this because I hear like five different backstories about them. But if, if my parents name my brother King and they name me Garbage, yeah, I'd probably want to kill him. <laughs> you know, I just heard that. I said, holy shit, that's ridiculous. That's just that's just stupid. Um. So I think there's there, there's a lot that they can work with. Sorry, um, there's a lot that they can do with this movie, and I'm excited to see how it goes. Now, of course, like I said, the new one, the live the live action one, uh, wasn't to my liking. It had its problems. It had its moments that I liked. But overall, with this story that they're that they're going to be giving us, I think there's a lot of potential, and I'm so excited. I mean, Lion King in general, just I, um. I keep up to uh, with anything to do. I, I haven't seen The Lion Guard. That's that new that show that follows Simba's son, I guess. I haven't really checked it out. I knew when it was announced, I thought about checking it out, and then I just never got around. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Lion King, you say anything about Lion King, I'm there. I'll check out Lion King no matter what, uh, even if it's a steaming pile of shit. Uh, but, um, so, yeah, so... I. I'm just pumped to see them keeping this alive because there's so many generations. That, I mean, I mean, that that's the same reason why they made Elvis. They the new Elvis movie. They want to keep his legacy going. They want people years from now to to still know who Elvis was. And uh, same, that's the same with the Lion King. Like you know, I want my kids to know. I have you know my my uh, little five year old niece likes Lion King. You know, like that's that's great. You know, and I want my kids to be able to to, uh, to watch Lion King. Um, and just experience it. Uh, so, yeah, definitely be sure to let me know your thoughts on social media, guys. So, uh, Mufasa the Lion King, July 5th, 2024. Um, are you excited for it? Do you have any uh, trepidations about it? Definitely be sure to let me know your thoughts on it. I personally cannot wait to see how it turns out. And just to see them uh, tell a, a little bit more of the story about Mufasa and Scar. Because there's a lot of potential there. And I'm really... I'm really stoked to see what uh, John Favreau. I don't know. Did that? Did they say that John Favreau is directing? Let me see. Um, I just want to. I I just want to confirm that because I don't want to say that. Oh, he is and he's not. Uh, the Lion King. I had it on here and then I got rid of it. Because um, John Favreau, my God, that man has done so much. I mean, Iron Man. He's Happy Hogan for God's sakes. Um, let me see here. Uh, Jeff Nathanson, who wrote the the uh, the latest one, is going to come back to write it. He finished a draft. I'm on the Wikipedia page here. Uh, doesn't say Barry Jenkins. Barry Jenkins is. Uh, let me see where where has he been on before? Um, no, he doesn't look very familiar to me. But yeah, so that's so Barry Jenkins directing. Hopefully, John Favreau was involved in some way because that dude is a genius. I would. I I love to see anything. Of course, well, I, I haven't watched the Mandalorian, Star Wars. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want I don't watch Star Wars in general. But the Mandalorian, I know he's done wonders with that show. And uh, so, anyway, guys. So yeah, be sure to let me know your thoughts on social media about this upcoming uh, film. And 
that will do it for the show today. So uh, I want to thank you guys again for tuning me and indulging me. I, you know, I, I love doing this podcast, even if it's by myself. You know, like it's just. <clears throat> I know uh, it's always better if I have someone to bounce off of and feed off of. But this is the. I still enjoy it either way. I, you know, I'd still do the podcast no matter what, even if I was, uh, e- uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where I was going with that. I do the podcast at any time, no matter who I was with. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, we will be back next week with guests. And uh, so, yeah, so definitely be sure to follow us on social media, guys. Um, also, stay tuned uh, for uh, Corcoran Entertainment's uh, A Merry Machine Christmas. Tickets are going to be going on sale probably mid-October. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I'll be providing more details on our social media pages, so definitely be stick around for that. Super pumped. Um, my cast and crew are amazing. We've been hard at work on it, and I, I'm just super stoked for you guys to see it. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. Uh, I'm super proud of it, and uh, uh, it's funny because probably our second practice, I was already feeling the emotions from the show, and you're not normally supposed to feel that, but the fact that, you know, like, you, you, you cast the right people, and you give them material to work with that they can do wonders with, it, 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 it really, it really just, just hits you. So, um, anyways, guys, so yeah, I'll, I'll be posting more details about that on social media. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for the podcast next week, guys. So, take care. Have a good week. And uh, we will see you next week. So, uh, take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.